with Radio On The Go News, Brian Fiancher reporting. So what were some of the top news stories in the state of Iowa for this year? Radio Iowa, I'm Matt Kelly with a look back at some of the top stories of 2022. Iowa poultry producers were plagued by avian influenza for the first time since 2015, with more than 30 outbreaks costing the industry millions. This year's first case appeared in March, according to State Ag Secretary Mike Nag. The virus is being carried in the wild bird population. No other state saw more commercial and backyard flocks impacted by bird flu. Almost 16 million chickens, turkeys, and other birds either died from it or were euthanized to contain the virus. COVID-19 claimed the life of its 10,000th Iowan in September. By October, University of Iowa healthcare pediatrician Adam Brown sounded the alarm about a respiratory illness called RSV. We have seen a spike in the last several weeks, and it's not a real common time of year to see that. Central Iowa urgent care clinics were so overwhelmed with flu, COVID, and RSV patients, they stopped taking walk-ins. A gunman opened fire at a Cedar Rapids nightclub in April, killing two people and injuring 10, bringing this reaction from Mayor Tiffany O'Donnell. Shock, anger, grief, disappointment. This is not who we are. This is not... Cedar Rapids. In June, shootings outside a church in Ames left three dead. And in July, three members of a Cedar Falls family were murdered in their tent while camping at Makokata Cave State Park. A relative spoke at their memorial. Our hearts are beyond broken and our lives shattered to pieces. The couple's nine-year-old boy survived the attack. Iowans reacted to the U.S. Supreme Court decision in June overturning Roe v. Wade, which had protected abortion rights. Sarah Stace is president and CEO of Planned Parenthood North Central States. Today is an absolutely horrible, devastating day. With the opposite reaction from Bob Vanderplotz, president and CEO of the Christian conservative group The Family Leader. First reaction is just one of celebration as well as praise. Vanderplotz called it the answer to 50 years of prayer. Deadly tornadoes swept southern Iowa in March, killing seven people and wiping out more than 50 houses in Winterset. Governor Reynolds said hundreds of volunteers responded. I tried to walk through and thank them for being there. And over and over, the response was, we're Iowans, and that's what we do. In July, the state had its third exceptionally powerful windstorm, or derecho, in three years. Drought conditions worsened, and some residents were asked to voluntarily conserve water. Sheldon Public Works Director Todd Yule. If we don't get a good recharge uh, this fall, winter, we will be on mandatory restrictions next spring for sure. Late in the fall, 73 acres of Sioux County farmland sold for a record $30,000 an acre. Auctioneer Mark Zilmer of Rock Valley made the sale. Overall, long term, I think land has proven to be a good investment. That land is located in northwest Iowa between Sheldon and Boyden. In December, the annual Iowa State University survey was released, finding the average price for an acre of Iowa farmland reached a record $11,411. That's up 17% from last year. I'm Matt Kelly, and that's a look back at some of 2022's top stories on Radio Iowa. Tomorrow, the Hardin County Board of Supervisors will consider a resolution to amend permit application requirements and feed across county property right-of-way. The Hardin County Board of Supervisors meet tomorrow 9 a.m. at the EOC Training Room in Eldora. A new season will give Iowa hunters another chance to bring home a, another chance, I should say, to bring home a deer. Tyler Harms of the Iowa Department of Natural Resources says they're calling it the excess tag season. He says hunters can go online January 10th to see if there are unused tags for antlerless deer. The agency sets deer harvesting quotas for each Iowa county to manage the deer population, and there will be likely be counties with unused tags. The second regular shotgun deer season wrapped up on December 
the 18th. James T. Jim Johnson, a Mason City native and 1962 graduate of Mason City Junior College, Nyack's predecessor, will be honored for his accomplishments with the Outstanding Alumnus Award at the Pathways to Success program to be held April 28th. Johnson spent decades in the aerospace industry working for Boeing, General Electric, Commercial Aircraft Leasing, and Gulfstream Aerospace. He will serve as the keynote speaker for the program. The NIAC Alumni Association hosts Pathways to Success to honor accomplished alumni and recognize a select group of students for their scholarship, leadership, and character. And this week on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program, we are featuring some of the most newsworthy programs from this year. Now, in today's program, we feature our interview with former Hampton Mayor Russell Wood from March as he was stepping down from his position. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker program here's weekdays during the noon hour on KLMJ following the news, weather, and obituaries with archive programs available under the News tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.